as a physical therapist, I often get questions if cycling is recommended for those with knee osteoarthritis. Now, if you talk to anyone about your knee arthritis, whether it be a healthcare professional, family, loved one, odds are cycling may come up. If you do a Google search on the treatment for knee osteoarthritis, you may see cycling as one of the recommended activities. Turns out, cycling may not be as effective as we think. Now, this is not saying cycling is bad, but I recently came across an interesting research article that was a systematic review and a meta-analysis, some of the highest ranked research where they essentially summarize a bunch of different studies into a more concise recommendation. And this article brought up some very good points as far as not only finding out that cycling may not be as effective for common symptoms like stiffness with knee arthritis, but it looked into giving perspectives as to why they think that is the case. So I want to talk about in this episode some considerations to make when you're looking at cycling for knee arthritis and then also discuss how to maximize your success with cycling. Because cycling does certainly have a time and a place. In fact, this meta-analysis found that it can have a profound effect on pain. And one of the proposed mechanisms of this was, as you're cycling, you are repeatedly bending and straightening your knee. So if you think about the cartilage between your knee, you are repetitively compressing and releasing that cartilage through the knee movement. By doing so, if you think about your cartilage as a sponge, when you compress it, you release all of the moisture, you release the nutrients, everything out of the cartilage. But then as you let it go, say if it was submerged in water, it then absorbs nutrients, water, etc. So the cartilage functions in similar ways. Following this theory, that repetitive bending and straightening, that repetitive compression can help your cartilage to get the nutrients that it needs. This is one of the proposed mechanisms as to why cycling and the activity or the movement of cycling can help with reducing knee pain. Your cartilage becomes lubricated, which then in turn can reduce some of the sensitivity. Now, some considerations to take into account when looking at cycling. Most of the time, cycling is given as one of the activities that you can do, perhaps in accordance with walking. But if cycling is one of the only activities that you're doing, you could be missing out on a lot of other benefits. As it was found, cycling may not have as a profound effect on knee stiffness, balance, and even making daily life easier. One of the first things to think about is When you're cycling, especially on a stationary bike, meaning a bike that's not moved and it's in a fixed position, you are moving in one plane of motion. You are cycling your leg forward, coming around into a full revolution. 
Because of this, because you are in a fixed rotation, you may not be challenging balance and or coordination as much as you think. Now with exercise, we can get a lot of benefit for balance and coordination by doing a variety of different things. Specific balance exercises, challenging moving in different ways. This can help you to better improve balance and coordination. Now, if you're stuck in one particular plane of motion, you can miss out on some of those benefits. Another thing to think about is the range of motion that your knee is going through. Many times after a total knee replacement, a stationary cycle can be used to restore range of motion. The problem with this, and even without the total knee replacement in the picture, you typically will adjust the seat height for comfort. Many people are cycling without full knee range of motion. So sometimes you have to adjust the seat, say higher, to reduce the amount of range of motion that you need to make it thus more comfortable. But you're reducing the range of motion benefits as many times with cycling, you're rarely making it to end range of motion. And by that, I mean the furthest your joint can go in a straight position and then the furthest it can go in a bent position. Odds are you're cycling kind of in the middle of those two ranges of motion. So if you're not challenging that end range of motion, you likely aren't going to see long-term mobility benefits. This is why adding in other exercises, say like a squat or sitting down to a chair and then standing up or a variety of different movements that do challenge end range of motion can be helpful. And then lastly, cycling focuses primarily on the lower body. You are using your legs to drive almost all of the power while your upper body stays relatively quiet. This will depend on the intensity that you're cycling at and if you're doing other things, say with your arms while you're cycling. This is not saying you need to include arm movements or include more movements when you're cycling. But it's interesting to think about because if you're using cycling to say, improve leg strength, which a lot of people think that it does, or make just daily life easier, say walking or moving around your house, going up and down the stairs, whatever it may be. These activities also require coordination, moving of the upper body, moving of the core and the spine. So if we're not including full body movements. If you're just isolating, say the lower body, you may be missing out on the translation from cycling to making these activities I just mentioned easier. Certainly they can be helpful, but when you're looking at making a significant difference to these activities, there's not as much effectiveness as we think. Now, again, this is not saying you should never cycle if you have knee osteoarthritis. A lot of people actually really like it. It can be comfortable. It can be a way to challenge heart rate, to challenge aerobic capacity and improve stamina. 
But the point of this is to bring a different perspective on how to maximize the benefits with cycling. And that is by including other movements, either before you go cycling or after. Sometimes you can even do it during, say you go cycling for about five minutes, get off, run through a couple of different movements, and then get back on for an additional five or 10 minutes. There are so much flexibility in adding movement to a cycling routine. Use it as a warm up, use it as a cool down, or like I just mentioned in the middle. The idea is you have to fill these gaps that cycling has. So we mentioned balance, we mentioned full body strength, and end range of motion. So choosing movements that will help you do this can be effective in making this a more beneficial routine. For example, you can choose one movement for each of these gaps. If you look at balance and coordination, you can stand one foot in front of the other and swing your arms forwards and backwards or reach diagonally out in front of you. Complete 30 seconds on one side and then switch the position of your feet. I have a lot of different balance exercises on my YouTube channel if you just search my name on YouTube. If we add in one balance movement, then you look at challenging full body. So one full body example that's coming to mind right away is a raised plank or a wall push-up, challenging the core, upper body, and then also working that leg range of motion. There are so many different options that you can choose here. Those are just a couple of off-the-cuff examples. You can also add in something that's going to challenge end range of motion. And I would say a chair squat is going to be one of the best for this. Now, although you may not exactly reach end range of bending, depending on your strength and how low of a chair you can sit in, you can work on sliding your heels back as you're preparing to stand. This will further challenge knee bending, but it also give you more momentum to be able to stand up. As you stand up, you can take advantage of end range extension by trying to push your legs as straight as you can once you're standing upright. So by adding a balance movement, a full body movement, and chair squats, or a lower body challenging end range of motion movement, perhaps maybe 10 or 15 repetitions, two to maybe three sets can help to fill those gaps. Now, if you're looking for more ideas on specific movements to do that will help fill these gaps, the membership program that we have, Adventures for Life, goes through some of the best movements to help you strengthen the right areas, improve your balance, and improve your stamina. And the best part is it works the entire body. I get a lot of questions about, you know, I have this specific knee arthritis, I have ankle arthritis, I have back arthritis. Is this program going to help me? And the answer is yes, because it's a full body routine. Too often people solely focus on the painful joint, for example, knee arthritis. 
Many times you simply focus on the knee, strengthening the knee, improving the mobility of the knee. But if you neglect, say, the ankle or the hip or even the core musculature, you can be missing out on these gaps that have formed. If your ankle doesn't move right, your knee probably is going to take more of that stress or you're going to change the way you go down the stairs. So it is so incredibly important to look at the full body in the whole picture, not just zone in on one specific joint. And I think this is where a lot of people come to sticking with cycling only is because you're focusing on that knee. But you cannot miss out on these other pieces. So if you want to learn more about Adventures for Life, head to keeptheadventurealive.com forward slash start. We have so many different things included in there. You have access to a workout library that has tons of different options from kickboxing to Tai Chi to higher intensity strengthening and everything in between. We also have live community workouts and support groups that allows you to meet other people that know what you're going through and understand your situation, which can be incredibly powerful, especially if right now you are feeling isolated or maybe alone on this journey. So check out Adventures for Life, hop inside there. I hope that this brought some different ways of thinking about cycling. Again, it's not black and white of this is bad, you should avoid it. This is good, you should do it. There is, of course, some minutiae in almost everything in terms of exercise. It all comes down to how it makes you feel. But again, make sure you are filling those gaps. Thanks for listening.